In this episode, you will meet Janessa, a finance director for Japan Korea Home Care in the finance function in PNG, to learn three things. Number one, what exactly is finance and accounting, or FA, and how a career in FA can look like? Number two, who this role is and isn't suitable for? And number three, what does she look out for when hiring a candidate? We also discuss the tips and tricks that helped her grow disproportionately while working. I think, don't get me wrong, I think being an audit is great, but I need to drive things and see results. But I think as an auditor, you always look at the numbers after all the actions have happened. That's Janessa, a finance director in PNG. I graduated from NTU in 2010 and spent five years with KPMG Audit, and here I am now in PNG. Before PNG, Janessa had a flourishing career in audit, promoting from an assistant audit manager to an audit manager. It's where all my foundations are built, be it like in terms of looking at numbers and also working with clients. In November 2015, she moved to PNG as part of her own career journey to find a role where finance drives the future of the company. Much to her surprise, she found herself staying for over seven years in PNG. Because finance in PNG isn't all a bit of roses. Getting into difficult conversations, I think it's a everyday affair. We'll dive into the weeds of the best and the most challenging parts of being in finance in PNG, so you can understand what a career within the function actually looks like. Welcome to One Foot In where we share what goes on behind the LinkedIn, from sabbaticals. I was very close to getting promoted to next level. It might get delayed by a few months or a few quarters. But if I don't do it now and we have kids, then I have to delay the whole thing by 5-10 years. To asking HR if they even read cover letters in Asia. Thank God this is anonymous. Uh, but in all honesty, I do not look at cover letters. But ever so often, we'll work with companies to open their doors completely for us to interview everyone seated inside. Think of it as having an on-demand coffee chat with the company. In this series of Coffee with the Company, we'll partner with Procter & Gamble to produce Humans of P&G. P&G is a 200-year-old company that owns some of your favourite brands like SK2, Tide, Downey, Pantene, Febreze, Gillette and many more. We'll learn across 10 episodes to understand what it is exactly like to work here across all functions and levels. Welcome to Humans of P&G, a one-up media and Procter & Gamble production. Exactly, does finance do? I would say that FNA in PNG is not just a back end accounting journal entry churning function. We actually help to make business plans and help the company make money. FNA in PNG is a hybrid of roles. We rotate from one assignment to another in a very structured manner every two to three years. We help to create a competitive advantage for the business and hence create value for shareholders. 
So for example, you can be working on the analysis for a commercial plan that launches a new product. You can also be looking at a supply chain analysis to find the best cost option. Or you could also be working on um, analysis in the treasury department. So you look at how to flow the right currency to the right country at the right point in time. Or it could be as specific as uh, transportation and warehousing finance, where you look at TNW in great detail until you obtain mastery of like which is the most cost-efficient trade route if I want to ship a product from this country to another country. Because finance takes a strategic role within the company, they are brought in for all sorts of challenges, even global changes that threaten to derail their product launches. Forex is going crazy, commodities are going crazy, oil prices are going crazy. We are dealing with a lot of external headwinds and we need to keep that in mind as we deliver the business plans because ultimately we need to create value for our shareholders, right? When we have a superior innovation that comes with sizable investment, very often we need to think about whether we want to take some pricing up for the product. I think pricing seems like a financial discussion but in my experience of talking with the teams we actually look at what is the impact in the market so we actually listen to the consumer market knowledge team we also listen to what our salespeople in the markets are saying how will customers react to the the pricing is the selling story convincing and all that yes we need to take the pricing to square the financials but We do not take pricing just for the reason of squaring the financials. It needs to make sense for consumers. It needs to make sense for customers. Are we giving them a better proposition? And it's really beyond just paper exercise already. So far, we know that finance in PNG isn't exactly just an accounting role. But I'm sure there's many more assumptions that you have with the role itself. And even industry. So we've compiled the top assumptions to ask Janessa. Janessa, are you ready? So, the assumption is that FMCG is boring. Uh, I mean, it's laundry detergent. So, what do you have to say about that? Well, I think this is highly subjective, right? Whether someone finds something um, boring or exciting. What I can say about the FMCG industry is that it's highly relatable. It's not like rocket science where you build some e-beam technology that you cannot relate to I mean for me I will find that boring but that's my husband's job I see an immediate impact on like my work if I have a product that is you know having an an innovation on packaging and it drives sustainability and then I see it launch in the market and it's really helping so I, I think I will get a lot of fulfillment from that yeah the next is on journal entries so even though f isn't about posting entries, surely there should be some journal entry needed, right? So I would say no, not at all. I think in my entire PNG career, I've only posted less than 10 journal entries out of the five and a half years. We have a very dedicated accounting team that takes care of that so that we can spend our time looking at analysis and doing business delivery work. Is 10 journal entries considered little? Uh, what's the standard in your previous auditing work? Maybe you look at tens, thousands and stuff. Next one is on cost. So while f can run analysis to improve our bottom line, it is all related to budget and cost control. 
agree or disagree? I would say that yes, budget control and cost optimization remains a part of our work because ultimately we are the stewards of the company. But I would say that beyond just being doing that, we are also encouraged to think like business owners and contribute to plans that drive sales and profit. So yes, it's one part of our work, but no, it's not everything. But what's the split then? How much of your time is spent, for example, driving budget optimization? We'll say 50-50. And finally, our last question. To succeed in FMCG companies, you should either be good in marketing or finance. Therefore, FNA is only a support function. Thoughts? No, I think share of voice or finance is greatly uh, regarded in the company. Take for example, we will not sign off a single business plan without financials. And even if you look uh, higher up, right, our current president and CEO, John Moller, was actually previously our CFO. But I think you need to have an interest. So I need to learn from my marketing friends. I need to learn from my supply chain friends as I cook my plans, my financials. I mean, there is no point in just putting a number there with no context. You don't have to be great at it, but you must be open and willing to learn. And just living in your own finance arena is not good enough. Thanks, Janessa. You're probably tired as hell. With everything that she shared, it does seem that finance is more involved in business results. But for us to know for sure, we looked at key moments in her career. I started as a supply chain analyst and subsequently I expanded my scope to take on commercial work as well. And then my most recent assignment before my current director role was actually a profit forecaster. All my five to six years with PNG has been with the same sector. It's worth noting that the fabric and home care sector is the largest sector in PNG, accounting for over $25 billion in sales. It's why she has many roles to rotate within the sector. I started my PNG career as a supply chain analyst and it was a very eye-opening experience for me because it really brought me to places. I have visited about four to five plants in Asia and I think it's very interesting to see like the product that you hold in your hand, how it is being manufactured. And I think what is also precious is that you get to build connections with people that you work with. So for example, the engineers, and even the R&D folks, right? So together we work plans to deliver product optimization and cost savings. And I think this, this one team spirit and the chance of working so closely with other functions is something I don't think you come by that kind of experience so easily. For example, you can be discussing with the R&D person. How about you reduce the, the percentage of that ingredient in the formula because it can deliver this amount of savings? Maybe in other organizations, the R&D will be looking at you like, mm, you know nothing about the product. Who are you to make such a comment? But I think in PNG, finance has a share of voice and the kind of working relationship is also very open and respectful. So I really like that. By the way, to the listeners, share of voice is a term used within the company to describe your significance or contribution in a discussion. If you are a significant contributor, you have a higher share of voice. Back to you, Janessa. In my most recent role as a profit forecaster, it was extremely interesting because I got to see how 
my work contributed directly from my external standpoint. So as you know, PNG we have our stocks, right? PNG provides earning guidance to Wall Street. So my job at the regional sector level was to look at our business plans and develop a forecast, essentially to estimate how much top line and bottom line we would deliver for the year. So all these inputs at the regional sector level gets aggregated upwards, and that is how our global leadership actually takes a call based on our inputs to provide the earning guidance to Wall Street. So I think what I liked about the role was that it offered me a chance to be involved in conversations with senior leadership, and I think it's the best way to learn because you are in there, you you observe how they think and the kind of questions they ask you helps you to develop a more senior leadership kind of mindset. So I think that was very good for my personal development. By now, you should have a fair idea of all the exciting and great parts about finance. But let's get into the weeds. Is there nothing to dislike about the function within PNG? Well, sort of. If you enjoy numbers and going into highly engaging meetings, there are two things. The first one being you still need to get comfortable with numbers. As much as I say that our work is about analysis and strategy, but without numbers, how are you going to make those、um, assessment? A part of our work involves getting the numbers, and maybe you need to understand your sources, understand what are the assumptions behind those numbers. So there is a certain level of data integrity checking and kind of investigation you need before you decide whether you want to rely on those numbers. So I think that is a process that takes time and takes experience. The second thing that comes to my mind is actually、um, a, a challenge. Because the different teams actually listen to you for guidance, whether they can proceed with this plan or not, or like how can we make it better? And obviously, not everyone is going to agree with you. So having the share of voice also means that you are open to challenge, especially in an area where you are not professional or mastery of it. For example, FNA can be asking questions about a marketing plan, can be asking questions about media plan. Where they really know nothing about, so I think that is also a challenge, and not many people may be comfortable with it because finance is typically a very back end function. Usually in meetings, they don't talk until the end, where you know they are asked to provide some numbers. But in PNG, we don't operate that way, so finance needs to lead conversations many times. And how frequent are these challenges? I think when you are more junior, naturally the numbers crunching part. Data gathering takes up more of your time, maybe about thirty, forty percent. But as you progress in the company, it should get lesser and lesser. And I think recently there is a lot of very cool initiatives in the company with like digital hackathons, optimization. So I think that will dramatically reduce the time that we spend on like very repetitive stuff. In terms of leadership and getting into difficult conversations, I think it's a Everyday affair, especially as you progress in a company, and I think this is also applicable for any other function, not just finance. Generally, as you progress higher, people want to hear what you want to say, and people tend to disagree. Psst, are you still around? If these challenges do not deter you yet, the next section is dedicated to how to enter finance. But bear in mind that this is her opinion, which might differ from others. So. Uh, Janessa, let's first talk about internships. 
What past internships do you think that PNG looks out for when hiring? Maybe let me take these questions two ways. One, um, PNG actually offers an internship program. So I think if you are with us in our internship program, it's the best chance for us to observe how you operate. And I think it's also a perfect chance that you can actually see how we operate as a company firsthand. Right. So I, I think a PNG internship itself is highly valuable. But if you cannot get that, I mean, not all hope is lost. So generally, the company likes people who exhibit certain traits. For example, they like people who lead, lead with courage. They like people who have this mindset for innovation and growth. They like people who champion productivity, who have a great attitude in making sure that things are executed with excellence. And also people who are keen to bring out our best in people. So even if you exhibit those traits, Outside of an internship, for example, if you exhibited those traits, even in your school society or clubs, and you are able to, you know, speak and justify it, I think that is also something that we will consider very seriously. What about grades? I think PNG is looking for well-rounded individuals. So I think grades matter, but grades is not everything. Right, but is there like a cut-off grade? No, I don't think so. In fact, over lunch, I was just chatting with my friend. She was telling me that she observed that people in her batch who were hired, they had like varying GPAs. Obviously, you cannot have really bad grades, right? Because it also shows that you don't exhibit those qualities that I've just talked. But yeah, grades is not everything. What about everything else on the resume? Like case competitions or school clubs? We do look at them. And I think the key is sharing your experience from joining like whatever society or case competition what you have learned or something you have done, innovation, growth, challenge, overcoming a challenge or difficult times or even working with people. Yeah, so I think for those things on the resume, I think what is more critical is actually the experience that you are able to share out of it. Mm, okay, so we covered the resume part, but the next thing that we want to ask is about personality. Are there any personality traits that PNG looks out for? I mean, not saying this for recruitment purpose, but because you are joining a company, you are actually spending a lot of your time, your life with this company. I believe it will be good also for you to have a look at PNG's PVPs before you join, just to make sure that, you know, these are what resonates with you and these are what you want to fight for. By the way, to the listeners, the PVPs stand for Purpose, Values and Principles. We've dropped the link in our description. Back to you, Janessa. To me, I think the one that resonates most with me is integrity and respect. So, you know, sometimes when you are new to a company and then you feel like you are in a big meeting and you are very afraid to speak up because you are the smallest fry in the room. I was in that situation before. The truth of the matter is that because you are the smallest fry, that also means that you are the one who did all the detailed work. So actually, you knew, you knew that thing inside out better than anyone else in the room. So what my general manager did was he, he listened to us and every single one of us in the room for our opinion. And I was given a share of voice, even though I was like the smallest fry in the room. And the other one, uh, respect, is I think it would be more of like our personal lives. So personal lives has a broad range, be it your gender, sexual preferences, LGBT, and whether you, your personal profile at home, whether you are a 
working mom or have a dependent that you need to care for. I think the company is always very sensitive and respectful of whatever life choices or circumstances that they are in. They encourage very honest conversations between employees and their managers and try to work out a plan that suits them. So I think instead of shunning those uncomfortable situations, the company acknowledges it and is very upfront about making things work. So the last question, and I know it's tough, but are there any personality disqualifiers? What I see as something that we really like in our candidates and might be a kind of hindrance if obviously lacking would be the ability to be a team player. So I think in other companies, there are roles that are good for individual contributors. So for example, if you are a trader, basically your role is like an individual contributor role. But in PNG, our roles are so connected that you definitely need to work with people. And it's through the teamwork that we are able to cook great plans together. It's not something that comes naturally to you, then that might be something that you need to work on. Yeah. By the way, we also asked Janessa about the tips and tricks that disproportionately helped her throughout her career. We've kept that at the very end of the podcast. So, what is finance? In PNG, it isn't about journal entries or ensuring proper accounting, but rather, it's about delivering our shareholders' value. To do so, you might, for example, have to find product cost optimizations from savings in ingredients. This can bring you out of your desk and into a plant talking to R&D or supply. But bear in mind that these optimizations are discovered through collaborating and must always lead to a numerical shareholder value. So, you should enjoy working with others and with numbers. If all this sounds fun to you, then you'll want to apply into finance. We've dropped the career link in our description. But if you're still uncertain of what to expect, we've asked that for you. So, Janessa, to anyone joining finance in PNG, what do you think they can expect? I think the only heads up would be that you'll be in for an amazing ride. Yeah, so I think, truth to be told, when I was in school, I always thought that a finance person is someone who is very desk-bound. In front of a computer, always crunching numbers, working on journal entries day in, day out. And as I was applying for jobs as well, I didn't know that a finance job could exist that I hardly need to touch journal entries. So that is like completely bizarre to me, but PNG truly opened up my eyes in terms of how dynamic the finance function is and how you can actually cross the boundary of just being a finance person into thinking and operating like a business owner or a business partner rather than a support function. So I think that is extremely amazing and fulfilling for me. That was Janessa, a finance director for Japan Korea Home Care in the finance function in PNG. Thanks for staying all the way to the end. Here's our discussion with Janessa on her top tips and tricks that helped her. There are two tips that come to my mind. I think the first one is always be curious, never stop learning. I know this might sound a little bit cliche, but what some of us not realize is that as we get to a certain age, we seem to have a cap on our knowledge and we start to grow very comfortable with the kind of environment or knowledge that we have that we stop trying to learn more. But what I feel 
helps me grow and stay interested in my work is that I, I never stop learning. So in my current role, I'm learning a lot about the commercial go-to-market elements, which I never knew before, right? So I think it's important to always stay curious and that's how you improve. Once you stop learning, I think you just stagnate. Second tip, always value human relationships. Because if you take a step back, at the end of the day, behind that email, that proposal, that document, is a human being who has put it together, right? So if you are able to cultivate a good and supportive working relationship with that person, essentially your job is half done, right? I think back to the time where I first joined the company. It was pre-COVID times, so webcams and all that is not so common. And even if you get into WebEx calls, you sell them on your videos, right? So you can't really look at the expressions and stuff. So I got to work with this R&D person from Newcastle long time ago. So then in our back and forth, we often had some tension and disagreement. He kept wondering whether the information that I'm trying to get from him, do I really need it? Or like, what, what are you going to use it for? And then from my point of view, he's just not helpful. How eventually things got better was when we talked outside of work. And then I got to know him a little bit better. And then with the webcam on, I could see his facial expressions. And then that dawned upon me that the times where he was just asking why this information was necessary or what, it wasn't really pushing back. He was just seeking to understand. And then for me, it's also a chance for him to get to know me better. So I think after the relationship has been built, we work together better and more smoothly. 